Woods Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Dagger Sports Podcast. With me we have Tyler, Ty, and of course Brendan, aka Stretch, aka the Butthole, um, and of course your wonderful host Dreamweaver. Um, we have a crazy episode today. A lot of sports news. Um, it's pretty much football eve for college football. And buddy, I'm pretty excited. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been excited for football for like the past two months. And I know, I know when, ready, when this man. comes out, well, tomorrow is the 26th, so it's not like officially week one, but we do have college football. It's not, you know, your big day full of top 25 games, but we have football, and I'm excited for it. <laughs> I just, I love the caveman response. We got, we have football. Football. We got football. We me, got football. Me I watch football. football. Yeah, yeah, me watch football. Everybody's watch football spouses me. right now are like cringing because they realize, like, I know my wife, Taylor, is, you know, not ready for football season because that means my mood is going to be dictated by a bunch of college kids. So let's go. <laughs> by a bunch of college kids. <laughs> I think what we got a good game is it next Thursday when Florida and Utah play. Yeah. So that's, oh my! I hope Utah absolutely curve stomps Florida. I mean, I do. Which one? Which one is ranked a, in that game? Is anybody ranked in that game or no? Utah. I think. I think they're both. Is Florida not ranked? Uh, the rank last in my heart. That's all I know. <laughs> I know. I know Utah's ranked, but I didn't know if Florida was ranked this year. Or not, but still, I mean, it's usually a pretty fun game, but I'm like Weaver. I hope Utah just destroys them. But Let's I, take I'm a ready, gander, man. shall we? Take the gander. So Utah is ranked 14th. Okay. Yeah, and Florida's not ranked. It looks like it looks like Utah's picked the win. Buddy, that is it. And it's in Utah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it's in Utah. Yeah. Only about a touchdown. They ain't mm-hmm. got a quarterback. I can quarterback for that team. Tim Tebow is not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> he might. He might. Do you think he's got some eligibility left? Tim Tebow. You know, I I can't even say anything mean about him. I used to hate him when he played at Florida, but as I've matured in my days, in my life, I've learned to respect the man. But I was about to say um, it's hard to hate Tim Tebow. It is. I. But I, I don't know. Like, just quit being perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, jaywalk once in your life, okay? Jaywalk. Yeah, jaywalk or, you know. Yeah, there's no way he jaywalks. He's Captain America in real life. Nick's Captain America. What are you talking about? Nobody knows who Nick is. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Nick doesn't watch the show. (laughs) Nick, if you're listening, buddy, that was your shout out. Hey, listen to this. Was over at the grandparents today. Papaw Bush, avid listener to the Dagger Sports Pod. Hey, we'll get he's you a asking, He's like, he's like, when's your next episode? I was like, well, we're doing one tonight. He's like, well, when's it going to be uploaded? 
I was like, I don't know. I was like, probably tomorrow. I said, Brendan's the one that does the uploads. So he's probably going to be blowing up your phone, Stretch. Oh, I guarantee you he will. Hey, you know, if somehow, you know, if you're busy, I get it. But if you get it up, you know, pretty early, that'd be great. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank (laughs) you for just putting all the pressure on me. I won't be a little disappointed if it's not. Yeah. I just want to say, I just want to say, Brendan, I just want to say, Brendan, I love you and I I appreciate all you do for our podcast. I'm not going to put pressure on you like everybody else will. (laughs) Ty's the. Now I'm Captain America. Yeah. Thank you, Ty. You're welcome, buddy. Good one. Me and Weaver are like (laughs) gremlins. He's the Falcon. Are you kidding me? The Falcon? Your dad. (laughs) Dang. Dr. Bush. He's not a real doctor. No, he's not. I I know this is off script, and uh, so we don't got to touch on it for a while, but it is sports related. Have y'all watched Quarterback? Just really quickly. Uh, Did we finish it, Brandon? Uh, I don't think I ever watched the last episode, but I'm going to be honest. Once Kirk Cousins was gone, I lost interest big time. Same, but they do like, show him a little bit in the eighth episode. I was like that at first. I was like, I'm not finishing this episode, and I finally finished it. And they yeah, do I'll, I'll finish the eighth episode bit. eventually, probably at some point this weekend. But um, yeah, but I just want to say that is a great series. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm excited for this this upcoming seasons. Oh yeah, do they know who? Uh, I know. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be one of them. Do they know who the other two are? I can't remember. Uh, I know a lot of people have been to Cleveland. Like, turned it down. They don't want their business out there. I know Lamar turned it down. Jalen Hurts turned it down. I know there's a whole other list, too, but it's not. Lamar turned it down? Yeah. He he would have been a fun one. Yeah, but he he keeps his life so personal. There, yeah, he there was yeah, no which, which there's no way in hell he was going to do that. Yeah, I, oh. I still think Weaver's idea of letting Kyler Murray do one is hilarious. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I had Kyler playing COD. I had Jalen Hurts turned it down. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I just wanted to see if y'all watched that. Which I thought of the series. I think it was really great. I'm a huge yeah, Kirk Cousins guy now. I want. I, I'm gonna get Jersey. I I kind of want one too. I mean, it's kind of hard not to like him. The dude's just like he's a nice he's a great guy. guy honestly, oh yeah, he's he's cool. I like him. I really, uh, I still can't get over how cool his man cave was. Oh That's yeah, the coolest thing I've ever seen. All those game balls he's got and the um. What was the one thing he had stretched that we were just losing it over? What was it? Oh, he had his like seventh grade choir shirt. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, but, it's uh, good shot. I like it. Oh yeah, for sure. But all right, Brendan, I'll let you I'll let you take it away. All right. So first up. You know, we're going to get into a lot of different stuff today. This is probably the episode where, like, it's the most, like, spread out. Because I don't know about you all. And I we have a like band the past... together back, too. That's true. That's right. And I feel like over the past few weeks, sports 
have just been all over the place with like news and what's been going on and mm -hmm. like you know first thing I got on my list what's y'all's reaction to the whole uh, Michael Orr situation my thing is when, when things like this come out my always my first question is why now like that movie's been out for how long you know the money's already been made why is it just right. now coming out I'm not saying that he's you know, faking it or lying or anything. I mean, I could see how that could easily happen with a younger kid. You know, you just think there might be an ulterior motive to it. I don't want to say that because, like I said, I don't. I don't want to diminish. You know, his side of things. I'm. I just always curious of why it takes so long for things to come out. You know, the movie's been out for I don't know exactly, but I'm sure over a decade, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean. I mean, why now? But I don't know, man. I thought I thought it was kind of wild, but I can see his side, man. I can see how that could happen. I'm not saying it did, but I can see how easily that could probably happen, you know, with legal paperwork and signing over rights and, you know, things like that. And just for I, context for any of the listeners who maybe don't know what we're talking about, so Michael Orr was a uh, – what position did he play again? I should know this, but I just – Yeah, tackle? Left, left. Yeah, yeah, left tackle. Um, he played in the NFL, I think, for like nine years. Um, mm -hmm. You know, had a good career, was a really good player. Um, but his life story was made into a movie called The Blind Side. Really good movie. I definitely recommend it. Oh, great um, movie, yeah. You know, and the movie just kind of goes into some of the hardships that he faced in the beginning of his life. And, you know, talks about this family, the, uh, the Tui family that, he's now suing um, kind of talks about how they took him in. And so basically his lawsuit is saying that that movie was not only inaccurate, but that the two, he's never adopted him. They forced him to sign a document that made them his uh, conservators, mm -hmm. which basically just means that they have power of attorney and they can control his basically money, his whole life, his money, everything. And what that essentially meant is that all of the money that they received from, or that he received from the blind side, he didn't see any of it. Yeah. And, and one thing I do want to touch on to that, that I really liked, well, I hate that how he kind of got emotional in the interview. And it's like, you know, all that stuff wasn't true, but I liked the little flex. He was like, I was all American before I moved in with them. I was like, Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that little flex. He was like, I, you know, I was all American before I even knew these people. I was like, oh, okay, go ahead. I like that flex. Talk your stuff. You know, because in the movie, that's one of the many things that just wasn't, you know, true. Like they made mm -hmm. it seem like, you know, he was just he didn't have anything until he moved in with the Tuies, and then he started getting, yeah. which he didn't, like, I don't think he had, obviously had, like, a, a stable home or anything like that to, to stay in, but he was already getting, like, offers from for, from places before he'd moved in with the Tuies. But Brendan, you know, had brought up the, uh, uh, shoot, I'm having a brain fart, Brendan. What's the, what's the word? Not guardianship, but... Uh, Conserv conservatorship. Yeah. So... The last thing, one of the last things that I saw, because, you know, he, his thing, he, he claims that they they never told him that um, they'd done that. And I guess, like, they had got the um, the lawyer and was talking about it, and, and the lawyer was like, you know, listen, 
he was already like, you know, a pretty good age, like 18, 19 or whatever, when they decided to do that. So like there really wasn't any point in like fully adopting him because he was going to be an adult, you know, just a short amount of time. Um, but I, I also, I think it was Sean to the dad. He kind of like more or less said like his rebuttal, because I'm like you, Tommy. Like I, it, it's just weird that it's just now coming out. Mm-hmm. But the dad, you know, because the twoies are like super rich, and he just, you know, the dad just pretty much came out and said, was like, you know, why, like, basically in the nicest and most professional way possible, basically was like, we are already filthy rich. Why more movie? Like, you, you know what I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I hate it because, you know, you, I mean, obviously that family was close at one point. It just kind of, I, I don't know. I mean, you want, you wonder too, like when you get in a position like that, you know, who or has like chirping in his ear, you know what I mean? Cause like yeah. sometimes like people, you know, whoever it may be, family or agents or whatever, like, I feel like somebody's not giving him the right, uh, you know, the right advice. But I also, too, like, wasn't he, like, top-tier O-lineman, like, in the league? Like, I mean, he was getting paid pretty good there for a while, I think, wasn't he, Weave? I mean, like, he was a pretty sought-after offensive tackle. I mean, he was drafted in the first round by the Ravens, so he was already right. getting paid as soon as he went to the league. So. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't know he was a first rounder. Oh, yeah, he was he's solid then. The good thing about this, I mean, there's going to be more and more stuff, I think, that just keeps coming out over this. But yeah. it's kind of, I haven't heard anything um, as of right now. Um, but you know, the last thing, like, you know, he claims that he tried, he asked for, I think 13 million knowing that that wasn't obviously even a fraction of what the movie made, but it was just all the people asking and they like supposedly declined it. Now the two, he's claimed that that's a line that they didn't do that. So I don't know. I mean, it's just a whole big mess, but I'd, I mean, this has been going on for like the past two or three weeks, and it's going to continue to do so. I think. For, oh yeah, it'll. We'll have some more stuff to talk about this, you know, as as it goes forward. I'd say. Yeah. Well, moving on to um, our next topic, it's about a very special Louisville player named Trenton Flowers. So, Ty, do you want to take the lead on this? I feel like. <sighs> You well, probably, I don't even know if we can call him a player, though, you know? you un- I'd say you unfortunately know everything there is to know about this. <laughs> yeah, so, and Shane, I'm sure he's listening to this. And I may get some of the, the stuff wrong, but but he was, I want to say, I want to, I don't know if he was a five-star. He may have been, but he was pretty. Uh, I think he was four-star. He was still, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. He was, he was still a very top, very high top recruit. Uh, mm-hmm. He was supposed to be, a, you know, an instant playmaker for Louisville, and you know, probably one of the biggest gets uh, for Kenny after coming off that rough season. And uh, you know, everybody's looking excited for a season. And earlier this month, 
just a few weeks ago, he decided that he is going to leave Louisville and play professional ball overseas in Australia. And it just kind of blew everybody by storm because no one was expecting it. Um, and then right after he tweeted and made the announcement that he's playing um, overseas, he tweeted, now let's get this straight. I'm a point guard or something, something along those lines of like, you know, let's get this right. I'm a point guard. So then there's talks about him, you know, leaving Louisville because he wasn't going to be air quote, air quote, the point guard and, you know, not having the keys to the offense or, or what have you. But at the end of the day, it was, uh, it, it was, it just sucked because nobody seen it coming. You know, he was going to be a big player for us. Uh, definitely could have used him, and uh, yeah, it just like took a lot of momentum out of the season that we, the little momentum that we kind of had going into it. So, it's not well, fun. And I, I'll tell you this time. I mean, I know it it sucks, obviously, with him leaving, but I I don't think it's gonna have as big of an impact because I, I'm gonna be honest, like. Well, Brendan and I watched him when we went, because I remember talking to you about him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I saw Flowers as a more of a project. Like, you could definitely see something there. Yeah. But, like, he, yeah. he was a extremely raw player. Um, and I don't know where how he got in his head that he thinks he's a point guard. Maybe he will be down the road, but I'm telling you right now, he, he don't get good enough handles, yeah. No, he couldn't dribble his way out of a paper bag when I watched him. Now, he yeah. could shoot. He was shooting lights out. But, um, you, you know, I personally, you know, I like I said, I, I hate it because even though, obviously, as a Kentucky fan, you know, I, I want to see Louisville get back because it's fun. Like the, the rivalry, like when both teams are duking it right. out. Oh, yeah. Going out um, to the wire over time. Right. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I think I would be extremely upset if I was a Louisville fan because I just – I mean, I think it was disrespectful on his part how he handled it, his family, or whoever, you know, was a part of it. Like, I mean, that was just – It was a horrible you know, timing too. Right. And, and and if that's true, like, you know, that the whole thing about, like, him wanting to be point guard and that's more or less why he left – well, that's ridiculous. Like you need to, you're going to have the ball in your hands regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, right. You're going to be a playmaker. Who, you know what I mean? It don't matter if you have PG or SG by, beside your name. Yeah. It shouldn't matter. Like it's just a, you know what I mean? Well, it's a title. And the last time I checked, you know, it it's okay to actually work hard, you know, to get some minutes. I, that's I mean, true. Like, you know, you, yeah, you can't do that. And I just, to me, <laughs> so you can't do that. I, it's true. You, you know. Which I know, like in today's time, I mean, if kids aren't playing, I mean, they're leaving. Yeah, right. But I just, I thought it was lazy on his part. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You will never hear Trenton Flowers ever again. (laughs) I I mean, I I really, he's done. I I don't think so. I mean, now, you know, I like, because that's the thing, like with Sky Clark uh, committing to Louisville, Mm -hmm. he's going to be. The um, primary point guard. I yeah, yeah, him. he is. And he did well last year at Illinois, but like, obviously, he got hurt. He got hurt, and then like he had some stuff. I think gone on with his family. Like you know, what I mean, you could tell there's some other stuff 
you know, going on outside of basketball. So, like, I'm anxious to see him, uh, you know, in a new setting. I think Kenny will do really, really well with him. Um, you know, you've got him. Did uh, did Ellis come back? Oh no, he uh, he transferred to Arkansas. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but you, you've got him. You've got uh, that Caleb Glenn, that freshman out mm-hmm. of uh, Louisville. I don't know how much he'll play starting out, but he'll he'll be a pretty tough player. Yeah, um, we definitely we definitely know, got so. some guys. So you know, it should be a, a better season than last year. But losing Trent definitely definitely uh doesn't help at all and, and you know like we'll figure it out Payne, like when he posted like i mean you could very easily tell i mean he was frustrated and he should be i mean all of them should be like that's you know you've literally been there for how many months practicing been there all summer stuff. working out yeah. yeah and you're about to go into the fall and you know you, you know because and that sucks for kenny because you got to fill that scholarship spot yeah, you know, it's like, like one scholarship they have left. That's yeah, and, and he don't have hardly any time. I mean, he he'll find somebody, but it just sucks because now you're kind of in you know rushing mode trying to get somebody to take that spot. Yeah, you know, he would have decided a couple months back. You know, yeah, that would have sucked then too. But at least you still had that. Yeah, more time. Ahead. Yeah, but I, I personally, like I said, I mean, did I think that flowers? Because I, I remember talking to you, Ty. Like, I did think that he was going to be a really good player, like his probably second, third year. Um, oh, yeah. College, but, like. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean he was, how you know, it got to the point where people was talking about him being a one and done. I mean, I knew, you know, but, you know, the draft that, you know, they draft off of potential. Right. But, I mean, right, yeah, there was right. already talks of him, you know, being a one and done. So, you know, you would think somebody with that type of, you know, conversation around their name that they would come in and make an impact. But right. I guess we will never know unless yeah. we're going to find a, a link to watch his games in Australia. And I'm not doing that. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, like I said, I mean, that's, that is the last we will hear of Trent Flowers. So <laughs> the same thing, I think the same thing is going to happen to him that happened to, uh, um, what's his name? R.J. Hampton, you know, he was big-time recruit. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to go to Kansas, I think. Then I got one. G League. And I think, like, he's in the league. You think, you know what I mean? That guy yeah, was a he's... star. That guy was a star coming out. So I, I, but I don't think Flowers was near as good as what Hampton was coming in. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, Kenny's He's got some time to work a little bit of magic, like I said, you know. In fact, heck, go over to West Virginia. They're dropping players left and right after <laughs> Huggins left. Get get one of them guys. Yeah. Uh, but they're dropping so. players like Bob Huggins is dropping beers. Hey, he, he's the dropping empty beer cans. Leave Huggy Bear in the back alone. of his car. <laughs> Cruising down the back roads of West Virginia. Sound like a country song. <laughs> but, so. All right, Brendan, what we got, man? All right, so next up, we're kind of staying in the realm of basketball. Um, let's talk about the stuff with James Harden, a.k.a. James Martin, or James Harden has done lost his mind. 
Yeah, he's oh, God. Called Daryl Morey a liar. <laughs> Posted a picture of a fat suit on his Instagram. Did y'all see that? That's the funniest <laughs> thing. I did. Ever yeah. I'm like, well, I, if I was him, I wouldn't really be trolling about that because people think that's a serious thing that he does is gains weight in, on purpose. You know, we talked a few episodes ago about him eating four burgers at that uh, music festival. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what is going on with that man? Like, like, does he want to play basketball anymore? It sounds like he, he just, doesn't, man. He just wants he wants a huge contract. He wants a, a contract that you would give Giannis or Embiid or Jokic, but he's not that. Like, he's at this point, he is. I don't even know if you freaking call him a role player. Like he'll give you a game where he scores forty. He did it there in the playoffs against Boston, but then he also will go two games where he doesn't score a single point in the fourth quarter. Like yeah. you're not a big money guy, and so I don't know what the conversations Dory and James were behind, um, behind the scenes, but like. You're not you're not worth what you think you are. Like you're past your prime. You 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 club all the time, which is cool. Like good on you. I mean, you got the money to do it, but like you're not. You're just not a big money guy. And if I think if a team even tries to like go after James Harden, like they're not serious about winning. I mean, no. Yeah. It will be like it might. I don't know. I could see Houston doing it and just be like, hey, retire as a rocket. You know. Um, we got Shangoon. It's It'll be fun. <laughs> and so, um, but I, I don't know. It, it's stupid. <laughs> I said a few weeks ago I went on a rant about James Harden and I'm about to do it again. Do it. Go for it. You know. Rock on. I, I don't know what else to like say about him. Like, does he realize that like nobody cares anymore? Like, like yeah. it's okay. We know that you don't really want to win. You just, you just want to do whatever you want. That's fine. I don't care. But like, stop, stop acting like you're some elite player. You're not. You're just a stat patter who chokes every year in the playoffs. Every single year he chokes, and then complains, and then asks to get traded, or you know just. Plum leaves to go to whatever team he wants to go to, goes there, doesn't work out there, surprisingly, goes somewhere else. I mean, it's just a cycle with him. Like, it's it's so annoying and stupid. Like, I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand what he wants. Like, does he just think there's a team waiting out there that just is just the perfect fit for him? Because I'm here to tell you there's not. There's never going to be a perfect fit for James Harden. For one, because he's a selfish player. All he cares about is getting his stats up. He didn't care about winning or, you know, getting the one seed or making a championship or making the playoffs. All he cares about is that he's got 40 points and 10 assists and, you know, is climbing up that um, scoring leaderboard. I mean, it just it just baffles me that he hasn't just been like shunned from the league already. Cause I, I mean, <laughs> there, there can't be any general managers left that want to deal with him. Cause Daryl Morey was the last, like, yeah, I mean, Daryl Morey did everything for that man. 
And for him to do that, it just – I mean, I genu- I don't know where else he could go. It would have yeah. to be just an awful team. It has to be. And you know, At least uh, James Harden can hit his free throws. <laughs> Listen, in the words of Adam Silva, you better learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, especially like, you know, there's probably not too many GMs that want to, you know, deal with them. You know, winning's always been important, but I feel like now, you know, you know, everybody's kind of winning in a sense, you know. Uh, I know it's been, you know, like the Warriors a lot lately and you know, the Lakers always in the talk and the Bucks. Now, I mean, these GMs really have to focus on how do we championship here? And James Harden has shown his whole career. Maybe maybe not his early days in Houston, but most of his career that you're not going to win a championship with him. And I say early days in, in Houston because he really was, you know, he was kind of carrying Houston. I feel like if he had, you know, a few more pieces, they may have went a little bit deeper. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're, you're not winning with him on, as your as your as your number one guy. You know, it's just it's just not happening. You're, James Harden would never win a championship. Oh, I agree. I I mean, you know, I hate it because I was kind of getting on the James Harden uh, fan club uh, train this, this past season, especially in the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Like, he just he looked. And he looked more he like a care. player, and but like at, at times, and I was really getting excited. But I mean, he's just he just don't care. Like I mean, he just yeah. you know, he's playing like you said. Yeah. What he needs to do, he needs to go somewhere like go to Utah. Utah ain't never winning the title. Go somewhere like that, like and they don't care. Like yeah, he's the Wong Dong Tigers. I'm telling you, do he I? needs to go to the Wong Dong Tigers, bro. Nihao. <laughs> but but also the thing with James Harden that he can he can turn on when he wants to. I mean, we've all seen it. You know, I'm I was never a big huge James Harden fan, but you know, there's sometimes I'm watching. I'm like, God, I mean, he's good. You know, he there's times he's he can turn on and just. But there's still times when he can just turn on if he wants to. It's just that I just feel like he just doesn't have the. The intensity. I mean, he can turn on when he wants to. I don't think he's a horrible player. It's just Not right. I feel like it's just his attitude and his mindset. He just James turn Harden. on when he wants to, but apparently when he does it, it's not at the right times. Like not in the fourth quarter, not in the playoffs. Right. James yeah. Harden is that guy on your high school team that is like unbelievably Super talented. Good, yeah, but he's lazy. Yeah, <laughs> like and has a bad attitude. Bad attitude, like shows up to practice late, like doesn't lift. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There, there's always at least one guy on the high school team that's like that, and I feel like that's James Harden in the NBA. Like he just, he just don't care. Which I mean, honestly, like to a certain extent, I mean, if he wasn't such a jerk, I feel like it wouldn't be as bad. Like, cause I mean, he's just making money, just having fun. You know what I mean? He's just, yeah. he's literally yeah, just I, making money, playing basketball, getting fat, just living life, man. You know? Getting fat. <laughs> like, but, more power uh, to you, you know, but. I, I know, I know he was kind of joking about him getting ready to, to learn Chinese, but when he, when he uh, called out that uh, the GM, he was actually over in China for Adidas uh, press release and, 
And he said, uh, I guess it's when he came back, somebody else interviewed him. And he, he's like, you know, every time I go to China, I feel so much love. And I was like, I would love to play in front of them one day. I mean, I know he's probably, you know, talking about the NBA having a game in China. But, like, is there in any reality could we see him playing, like, out of the NBA in China? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a leap and say there's no way because he's a partier. Yeah. Yes, you can party in China, but like it's different here in America. If I had to guess, I've never been in China, but for a rich man like that, you know. And the, I don't and, know. Well, and the thing too, like, you know, the, I mean, he's still, he's still really good. Like, there's people that want him. So like that's the thing. It's he's almost kind of in limbo. Like not elite, but he's not he's not bad. Obviously, like I mean, he's still player. I mean, like anybody who says otherwise is crazy. I mean, like the guy can still play. Oh yeah, you know. Well, let's just let's go to that question, Ty. You said, "Is there any way we see him play in China?" I say that's a quick uh, trick question because. Even if he does play in China, we're not going to see it because we don't care. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch him. If he goes, do we watch Dwight Howard play in China? No. Hey, let, let's start doing that, though. <laughs> yeah, so let's find it's a link. Boring. Oh, because it's, it's boring basketball because nobody wants to watch a seven footer dominate five, six guys. All right. It's boring. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting the Wong Dong Titans jersey. I'm getting online right now to order it. Isn't that the team that Dwight Howard played for? Wasn't that what they were? What did you say the name was? W- weren't they like Wong, Wong Dong Titans or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Probably messing it up. I'm sorry. If I <laughs> My, you're good. I, I couldn't say it neither. Yeah, I'm surprised think- Dwight Howard hasn't uh, made a meme about James Harden being over there yet. Dwight, Dwight Howard's freaking weird, man. Yeah, it's funny how he posts all those pictures about like trying to recruit Chris Paul and LeBron <laughs> and Katie. <laughs> it's funny to think about. Now what? <laughs> he said, now, now what? <laughs> all right, let's. I guess we're now. done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we've talked about James Harden just going crazy, let's jump into probably the most recent news. Um, Trey Lance got traded today. The recent news is an understatement. We literally found out an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said most recent, most recent. Oh, my. Yeah, that's crazy. Listen. Does that what? put pressure on Dak? Hell yeah, it has it to, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It has to. <laughs> Because here's the thing, I'm I'm throwing some stats down. All right, Uh-oh. I'm the football guy. Okay, let me throw these stats down. Six years for Trey Lance. All right, six years. He has thrown a total of 400 passes in six years. He's been in that, the league six years, and not in the league. But oh, okay. I was about to say college and then pros, but six years he's only thrown 400 passes. That is a crazy a low amount. <laughs> pass attempts for a quarterback, especially in the pros. He's he started a game and a half, broke his leg, has been out. Um, 
didn't get to play 2020 in college because of COVID. Uh, you know, he played for North Dakota State. It was one double A. Their league, they said no because of COVID. He, the 49ers knew this guy was going to be like as raw as it gets as a player, but they still went in, traded three first round picks to move up to get Trey Lance. Mind you, you know, some of the players they passed over to get Trey Lance, you know, players like, I don't know, Micah Parsons, you know, yeah. for that defense, they could have easily got Mac Jones, who would have fit their scheme. Um, and, you know, I'm going to go on a thing of what I think about the 49ers and their QB evaluation because I think it's – I think it's absolutely poor when they evaluate quarterbacks. But <laughs> – him going like him give them giving up on Trey Lance this early is crazy. Um, I hated that he got traded to Dallas because to me, I'm like, you know, it is Dak's team, but you know, Brendan asking, does this put you know pressure on Dak? Oh, absolutely. You go in and you throw as many turnovers as he did last year, and you don't think the fans in Dallas are not going to be calling for Trey Lance to come out and play? That's right. crazy. I mean, Dallas has already talked about enough, but man, <laughs> let Dallas go on a two or three game losing streak, and it's going to be insane. <laughs> so we've let me ask you. So you know, with this trade, you know, let let's say because you know I don't necessarily know if we'll see you know Trey Lance start this year with the Cowboys or whatever, but let's say. Let's say he did. What what week? At what point during the season do you think Trey Lance would take the starting position if he were to? Uh, if Trey Lance was, I, I think possibly if if we look at like how Dak kind of played last year because he missed five games because of his hand, um, and he was essentially a turnover machine. Now they were still winning, but if I think. If he continues that trend this year, I'm looking at like week 12 or 13, where I think Dak is on a hot seat to possibly be benched, especially if they lose a couple games they probably should have won. So, I mean, because Dallas can say, me personally, I don't think Dallas is like a championship Super Bowl team or buzz. They say it every year, though. But they, they swear up and down every year. He's they're going to win. Last time they won a championship, I wasn't even thought of yet. Okay, so like it's been a minute. You know they're not America's team. They're just they have the most fans. Yippee do. Okay, they're not. They're just not built like that anymore. Um, I think Dak is on a hot seat to if if Dallas doesn't get to the NFC Championship, I think you might. Talk about doing something because they can get out of his contract early if they need to. So, yeah, yeah. but would they though? Because you know, all the years they kept Tony Romo, I mean, kept going with him. But Luckily, they didn't have Trey Lance as a backup though. That's true. So, and who knows what Trey? I mean, I'm not saying Trey Lance is good, and I'm not, because we, I, I, I have no idea what Trey Lance is because we ain't, we haven't seen him. Um, in the one game I did watch him play, he was playing in a monsoon. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't know. But it, it'll be interesting. I think 
part of me also believes that this was just like a PR move by uh, Jerry Jones because he's like, Jerry Jones is all about the ratings. So I like look at it as like Jerry wanting his ratings to still go up. Yeah, kind of keep the Cowboys in the media. Yeah. Yeah, because like that's a pretty uh, talk. Like you don't see QB like backups being talked about as much as Trey Lance has been. So, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It's a. I think it'll definitely be interesting, man. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the bigger question is: Are the Forty ers in the Kyle Shanahan system can they evaluate quarterbacks? And I'm here to tell you guys, no. All right. <laughs> Let me lay down a couple facts <laughs> here. Do you all remember a Solomon Thomas that was drafted? third overall by the 49ers? Mm, I'm not going to lie to you. I do not, but I'm sure. That's Say not the name again, Weave. Solomon Thomas. No. Well, y'all probably don't know him because he doesn't play in the league anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> point, point made. <laughs> Touche. So, I, you know, this was, a, this was in the same draft where you had Deshaun Watson and, like, Patrick Mahomes, crap, like, like people like that. Mm. And they were like, let's go after this guy who's no longer on the team. They could have had a chance to draft Lamar Jackson. They didn't do that. Um, you know, and like, with the Trey Lance thing, they could have drafted Mac Jones. They could have drafted Justin Fields. They said they went for Trey Lance, you know, essentially D2 quarterback who played, like, one year as a starter. Um and, you know, people were like, well, they drafted Brock Purdy. I don't count that as a win because you passed over him eight times and you happened to get him <laughs> on your last pick. Right. Like, that's not yeah. – like, you're not solid on that move, okay? Like, like, like he was he was literally the very last pick. Yeah, yeah like, it's not like – yeah, it's not like you looked up. Like, you know, it, you kind of – he kind of just fell to you and it's turned out to, you know, look way, good so far. Right. What's that called again? Mr. Uh, Relevant. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't look at that as like, oh, well, they drafted him. They must have known something. No, you didn't. You just, you had one last pick and you was like, screw it. Let's go after this guy. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And, and also, like, and I'm not saying Trey Lance is a bust, but as far as like the resources they put up to get Trey Lance as an organization, to me, that's like one of the biggest busts of a pick ever. Like, you gave away three first round picks. Who played like four games and never really got a chance? Like they were willing to get rid of Jimmy. They I, do y'all remember them locking Jimmy G out of the facility last year because they were like Trey Lance is our guy, and then he gets hurt and they're like, "Well, Jimmy, we need you, so come on." Yeah, they, yeah. They brought him. <laughs> they brought him back like right before regular season. Yeah, because they couldn't get rid of him. Like they literally had his like. <laughs> His little key card, they like turned it off. It's like you can't get back in. And he was that practicing, like it was crazy practicing by himself and everything. Like they like, I don't know. <laughs> and for them to have like, you know, because a lot of people talk about them every year, you know, potentially making a run. And for them to be that type of organization, I feel like they did do a horrible job at figuring out the quarterback position, which absolutely is the I would I would say is the most important position on the field. And for them to have a recent Super Bowl, you know, make runs, you know, in the playoffs, 
how are you that type of caliber of a football team but can't figure out the QB situation? And I'm not saying, like, I'm a, a genius GM, but I feel like, you know, being that type of, you know, football team that has that clout kind of around your name that you'll be able to figure that out. I mean, you would, part of it is because Shanahan's system is very QB friendly and typically it doesn't really matter who's at that position. But, mm. I, but like... They just cannot evaluate quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know, I you know they're not gonna have a first round pick next year. So if in Brock Purdy, you know he had a great seven games. Like I think, you know, was he amazing? No, but was he great or really good? Yeah. Um, you know, he had sh- shoulder surgery on his throwing arm. Um, so we'll see how good he is this year. And then on top of that, they have Sam Darnold where Kyle Shanahan said he's the next Steve Young. Are you Steve Young? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Wait, Darnold? Who said Darnold? That? Thanks, Wade. Kyle Shanahan said <laughs> Sam Darnold. Like, at this point, I can be like a scout for the 49ers because I can just say whatever just pops in my head. You know? <laughs> Oh, the next crazy. wow! So I they just QBs <laughs> just looking at them and like grading them. They just I don't know. I don't know what they do. I mean, they do everything else well. It's crazy. Yeah, it's exactly. That, yeah, it's just that one position is like right. I don't know. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And that's that's wild. I am uh, I am happy for Trey Lance. I, I think he would have been absolutely miserable being there this year, even if he doesn't start for Dallas. I think just I think Dallas will use him in like oh, red yeah. zone, I, because Tony Pollard's coming off a injury, um, and then they have Deuce Vaughn, who's like three inches shorter than I am, and I'm like five six. So <laughs> Deuce so Vaughn I, came I, like. How do you think that him in the red zone? Oh, like like, in, like Wildcat or like Cam Newton style, like like you're gonna get up there and QB power into the end zone. Well, cause he, he's, he's not that big dude. though, is he? Yeah, I he's, he's like six five, two thirty, something like that. Yeah, he's is big. He? Like, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was that big. So I, I think I think they'll still use him even if he doesn't start. So. But yeah, we found out like literally an hour before we got on. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that double take when I saw the news. <laughs> like, I mean, it was literally like right before we got on. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's scored two twenty four. He big okay, dude. Yeah. I I am curious to see. I think I think y'all are right. I mean, he, is he going to start over Dak right away? No, but he definitely putting the squeeze on him. But because. Like we were saying, I mean, if if Dak has another showing like he did last year, I mean, like Dallas fans might kill him because uh, I mean, you know he he was he was strong. Which I mean, God love him. It's Dak, you know. He'll do he'll he'll do something just awesome, like a really good play, and then he just makes five straight really stupid plays. That's usually how it works with him. So, but yeah, I mean, I can remember. Watching a little bit of Trey Lance, I think we watched him once or twice. Weave um, when he was at North Dakota State. I don't know how 
we decided well, they, that but the win they're like they used to win um if what is it fcs yes they used to win at multiple i don't know yeah. if he was on one of those teams but enough dakota state as is a pretty good program as for, for football right so there's no right. shock there's no i'm not shocked that y'all seen it on tv um but i guess we'll see i mean he's he's had a rough start but We'll see how he does in, in Dallas. I, I do. I mean, it's. I think it's better for him. I mean, I know it sucks getting traded, but um, I think it's a better better spot for him. Yeah. If, if he can capitalize on it, obviously. Yeah, it, it, it's a fresh start. And as far as, like, the quarterback position, it seems like it's going to be a more stable organization for him, you know, for the quarterback position. So, I think it'll be a good, you know, fresh start for him, a clean slate, because right. you know they was chain their QB one, QB twos, you know, all the time, and I think it'll be just a good clean slate, kind of get out of the the bright lights there, and you know, San Fran, and you know, kind of go down south, and I know Dallas has the bright lights too, but I think it'll just be a good, you know, restart. Yeah, I agree. All right, so up next, I'm actually going to combine these two points. Um, so we've got Ezekiel Elliott to the Patriots, and we've got Dalvin Cook to the Jets. So I want to know from you all, which of those deals do you think is a bigger deal? Zeke to the Pats? Oh, the Jets. Yeah. Cook to the Jets. Yeah, yeah. probably. They're just loading the boat. That's what I would say, too. I mean – but because here's the thing, like you know, yeah, you you've got Brees Hall over at the Jets, but like you know, he's coming off a ACL injury, so he's probably like whenever he plays, they're not going to give him the amount of snaps, obviously, that they gave him at the start of last season. So um, Cook's going to be able to go in there right away and <laughs> Cook, um, but uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. I, I mean, I don't mind that either. Um, you know, they obviously you've got um, Stevenson for the for the Patriots, and he was a thousand yard rusher last year. Did really well. Um, I think he complements Stevenson um, pretty good too. Kind of you know as a package kind of a package-specific player, like change of pace back. Um, and I, I, I think uh, I think Zeke, if used properly, I, I think – because, I mean, n- not a knock on Stevenson, but I think Zeke is better if he's used right. Um, mm-hmm. But, he's one, you know, he's kind of a, a borderline, you know, power back too. And I know people are kind of shying away from those a lot, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't like dislike either of them, but um, the Cook one's the best. I I do, um, you know, the Patriots are a more um, running team, like their their style right now, especially this past season. So I feel like you're probably going to see Zeke like hit it off a little bit quicker than Cook just because of the situation, like where he's at. You know what I mean? Because obviously like the Jets, I mean, 
you got Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be fanning it out a lot. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked both of them. I mean, I've always liked Zeke. Um, I, I know he's kind of, you know, went off the rails a little bit the past couple of years. He's kind of, you know, fizzled out a little bit, but I'm kind of hoping he can get back on track. I was always a big fan of watching him play, but I do think that that heavy run style offense that, uh, Belichick has over there right now, I, I think it suits, um, both of them. And if they're healthy, like, I'm not saying they're going to have the best, like, one-two running back punch, like, in the league. But, I mean, they're they're going to be talked about for sure if if they can both do their thing. You know what I mean? Obviously, that's hard. Oh, you yeah. got two premier backs like that trying to get them to find their, their place. But, I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Belichick. So. Uh, I don't know. Zeke is – I feel like he's, like, two years past his – uh, past the, I'm a, the yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I think Zeke is kind of washed. Yeah, um, and looking at him at like during practice, I'm like Zeke over there looking like cheeseburger Eddie. All right, he's not cheeseburger <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. He he borrowed James Harden's tattoo. Okay, and Dalvin Cook is coming off a four straight 1,000 yard season. Um, and I, you know what. Better place to be, especially for your run game, when you have like a young guy like Bryce uh, Hall uh, for the Jets, where he can take his time coming back. There's no rush. He can learn from a vet, um, a guy who's professional. Um, not saying Zeke's not, but like you know, Bryce with Hall learning from Cook. Cook's a great like catching the ball out of the backfield right. type of back. I mean, he can take a little like, short pass and take it 75 yards. So, I just think that's just a better fit. Um, the Patriots will want to run the ball, um, you know, and play just good, solid football. That's just how the Patriots always play. But it's just, to me, it's just not – the Patriots do not have enough juice on their team to be a dominant football team. They just – they don't have anybody. There's only one player on that team that I think that could give them a spark in the run game, passing game, receiving game, whatever it is, and that's Malik Cunningham. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but they're going to need to give that guy the ball because, to me, he's the only one. that. And, and Stevenson's a good running back, but like I think they just don't got any juice on that team. There, there's no excitement on that football yeah. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like 1930s football over there. What are they doing? Just defense, <laughs> just straight defense. That's great in high school and college, but you can't do <laughs> that with the when you got when you're in the same division as Burrow, Josh Allen, Tua, Patrick Mahomes, Herbert. I mean, you're in a division, crazy quarterback division. So I don't know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put some points on the board because everybody all around you's going to. So have you all looked at? The Jets, like their offense, they're they they're going to be fun to watch. Oh yeah, I mean you've got like I said, Brees Hall, you know, with him hurt, but you got Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson, you know he's awesome. Lazard, you've got Miko Hardman, uh, you've got um, was Conklin? Did he do very good at the tight end uh, last year? 
I don't know, but you got Aaron yeah, Rodgers throwing you the I ball. Think, he gonna he gonna he gonna have some some great games. I could imagine. Oh, I yeah. think Conklin was a decent tight end last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I also think he was. I mean, he wasn't like crazy or nothing, but still, you know. Um, and then their defense, you know, my goodness, you know, oh, you got Sauce Gardner, you've you got you've got Quinn Williams there. I think he's their right tackle, isn't he? We've Quinn Williams, he's their defense lineman. Quinn, that that's or de- yeah, defensive. That's what I'm looking at the defense right now. You've got him. You've got Sauce Gardner, who you know. Literally, oh, lockdown corner. Oh my gosh, the draft last year, the guy was like, I'm literally the best player to ever live. And we all laughed. We like, <laughs> okay, kid, whatever. And then this year happened, we're like, okay, he wasn't. Lying. He got defensive rookie of the year, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, we're like, okay, this kid's telling the truth. He's pretty freaking good. So, um, I mean, they're, they're going to be tough. They are. It's going to be exciting. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> we are the finally we've been waiting for. To some college football. I think the first thing, our list is time. Weaver's top 10 college football teams. So, Weaver, I'll let you do the honors. Go ahead like and get ESPN, started, buddy. Number right. one. <laughs> like Deion Sanders says. Give me my theme music, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you could somehow put theme music on this, that'd be great. But anyways, <laughs> I'll do my best. No so pressure. I'm going, though. <laughs> I'm going from top ten down. All right. From number one down. Number ten down. Number ten right. up. Yeah, we got. We gotta like. Gotta, gotta start with the worst. Number ten. Yep. Number ten. I'm a little, I'm torn. I'm torn by number 10, and I'll tell you why. So right now, I got it tied. I, I couldn't pick a team. I couldn't. I just, uh, you got to pick. No, nah, I'm going to say, who, nope, it's 10 and ten A and 10B. So shut up and let me alone. This is my top 10. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, my I, bet. I got Tennessee and Penn State. And let me tell you why I could not pick between the two. Tennessee, we'll start with them. They lost a lot of guys on offense. You lost Hyatt, Tillman, and Hooker. That and, and Mays. We'll talk their offensive lineman, Cade Mays. I hate that guy, but whatever. They lost him and three of your best offensive weapons. But I think Josh Heupel, the hype around Milton, I think they're still gonna be really explosive. I think what's gonna hold them back is their defense. Um, but I think they're still going to be a solid football team. Um, and Penn State, every year I feel like there's hype around Penn State to do something. And every year they disappoint me. So, <laughs> But I think they're also a really good football team. I just don't think they're better than Michigan and Ohio State. Number nine, I got Florida State right now. Um, I guess I just want to see more. Let's, uh, they had a great year last year. It seems like they're coming back from the dead. Um after the uh, Winston era and Jimbo Fisher era. So, <laughs> you know, I got him a number number nine. And then at my eighth spot, I got USC. Part of me wanted to keep them out of the top ten because I can't stand USC. 
but they have the best football player in America and their quarterback there, <laughs> Williams. Um, I have them at nine or eight just because their defense is absolutely terrible. They got a transfer from Georgia and Bear Alexander, who a great defensive lineman. He got a bad attitude, and he pisses me off. So, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, I got another Pac-12 team in there. Got the Washington Huskies. I don't know if you've seen that quarterback Penix play. He's Who is good. A, he, I, look, watch out for him to win the Heisman this year because dude's going to be crazy this year. And they got an Ed Rusher on their defense that's going to be an NFL player. I can't think of his name right now. Whatever. He's good. <laughs> Number six, I feel like people are sleeping on him, but I got Clemson. Dabo Sweeney's still there. And I don't, you know, Clemson still owns the ACC. So and they got that to... running back. Shipley's really good, too. Hey, Shipley. Oh, yeah. Shipley's good. Will Shipley's making all of us white boys proud. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't make them like that anymore. So let's go. Number five, people, I might get some hate for this because they're like five. That's too low. But Ohio State, who's their quarterback? I don't know. They haven't even talked about it. I don't know who is. I don't know. <laughs> they got Marvin Harrison Jr. That's cool. Who's throwing him the ball? I don't freaking know. Um, whatever. He's Screw them. He could. He's pretty good. <laughs> um, number He's on four, the Heisman watch, too. He is on the Heisman watch. Uh, number four, same thing. Um, I got Alabama because I'm like, it don't matter who the quarterback is. They have Nick Saban, all right? That team's going to be right. And I think Alabama's going to be looking for some vengeance for a couple teams. Um, but, I mean, not having a quarterback, especially when we're a week away, it's kind of like nerve-wracking because, you know, they do have some tough, tough games this year. Yeah. And my starting quarterback is booty. Oh, we don't know yet. We don't know who it's going to be. Both of them are bad. They're both cheeks. That, that, that one that came in and backed up uh, Bryce Young a little bit last year when he got hurt, he was good. He, I mean, he was more – you can tell he's more of a running quarterback, but he showed some signs. I forgot his yeah. name, but uh, he, he was a little kind of stocky guy, uh, but he could run. But yeah, you've got him and then the quarterback for Notre Dame uh, that transferred to Bama. It's Tyler something, and he's who he knows and who cares. Tyler right. Bridge, Bridge, Burner, Bridgner, something like that. Yeah, Tyler he, Buckner, something like that. He's awful. Yeah. Well, Alabama three. has like six quarterbacks listed on their thing. Goodness gracious. They don't know who's going to. Hey, what did I just say? They don't know who's going to be there, but they got Nick Saban. They're going to just be fine. All right. Until that man leaves, <laughs> Alabama is going to let the tide roll. All right. Number three, we got LSU. They're out of the I like that pick. You don't like that pick or you do like that pick? No, I said I do like that pick. I think LSU is possibly going to. I think LSU. Honestly, I'm calling LSU's winning the West again this year. I, they, I mean, they have a quarterback coming back that Kelly has a lot of trust in, and he, I don't know what happened, but when he came over to LSU, that man had a huge improvement. I think he's going to have another big jump, and I think 
LSU is going to be right in it, winning the SEC West. Um, of course, they're always going to have a good defense. Um, number two, I got Michigan. Um, they got a lot of starters coming back, and their schedule's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay, and then of course, the number one team, the king of football, the king in this delight of my life, Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, Louisville Cardinals. We got the Georgia Bulldogs at number one. I'm telling you, Kirby is the king of motivation. Last year, we figured out that we got Nolan Smith out here telling the whole team that everybody said it was going to go seven and five, and that pissed the team off to go back to back camps. <laughs> this year, their motivation is, you know, their motto is "better never rest." I mean. There, this dude just does not like. He is relentless. He, <laughs> I don't think Kirby's ever going to be satisfied because you got to remember he's coming from the Nick Saban tree, where he won four or five rings already, and this dude still wants to win. Like he ain't never won a thing, so it is insane. Um, also, we're looking to be the first team to three P. Who? When was the last time you think a team three P? In college football, just somebody take a guess. Take a guess. It never happened, has it? It's happened. A uh, three peat. It three-peat. was uh, Minnesota, wasn't it? Minnesota, nineteen thirty-four to thirty-six. The Gophers. That was before yeah, athletes were even allowed to play. That that was the time when you had, you know, freaking plumbers out there playing football. <laughs> that wasn't football. What was that? So UGA is looking to do the unthinkable. Do they think? Do I think they can do it? Yeah, I mean, of course you do. Well, and their schedule is really light. I mean, until they start getting into some of their heavy conference games, they don't really play anybody. So, and I believe in Carson Beck. You know, or as some people Beck. already call him, yeah, Carson Beck. We had Stetson, aka Stayquavius. Now we have Carson. A.K.A. Karshawn, okay? Watch out, because Karshawn's a bad guy. Oh, my gosh. Carson Beck <laughs> looks like if you took Frankie Muniz and injected him with Super Soldier Serum, that's what Carson Beck looks like. Hey. He, hey, Heisman winner, okay? Okay. Also, we got Brock freaking Bowers. Oh, yeah. He's dangerous. That that's a bad bad man. Bad Is he bald yet? Has he shaved his head yet? When he you look come back and play like he does, you can do whatever you want. All right. He can punch me, and I would say thank you. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, I would say thank you. Thank you, sir. Napa Valley's hidden gem, Brock Bowers. <laughs> there you have it. The top ten. That's right. Weave, I must say, I I think I agree with your top ten. I mean, because to me, like, Georgia is just the best team in college football right now. I don't yeah, think there's, there's no question, question about that. No. I'm glad that you noticed uh, Phoenix from Washington, too, Weave. I was talking about him the other day with some guys, and they were laughing at me because I was like, you need to watch out for Heisman. Like, they were making fun of him. I mean, he's good. I watch football. I watch it a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I know people are saying watch out for Oregon. Bo Nix, 
Shut up. He's, I don't yeah, he, but he's on the Heisman <laughs> watch list too, though. As long as he doesn't have to play Georgia, he'll do. He'll be just fine. But as long know, as he doesn't play any like big school, and they just play like a bunch of like cupcake schools, yeah, he probably yeah. will win. He because he's good until he plays SEC or literally any other uh, top program. He's. I know, there, I know there was talks about Caleb possibly winning back to back Heisman. But we haven't seen that since Archie Griffin for, I believe, Ohio State, and that's been a long, long time. It, to me, to win a Heisman again, you just – whatever you did last year, you just you have to, like, double what you did essentially. And I don't know. I Like, I think Caleb is the best football player in the country. Um, but, like, it for him to win the Heisman again, I mean, USC would have to be, like, crazy – stuff this year. Um, I'm looking forward to possibly having Brock Bowers win it. Obviously, I'm biased. But I think it would be kind of cool to see like another tight end or a, or a tight end to win it. So, like, another non-quarterback to win the Heisman would be kind of cool. Yeah. So, that's my top ten. There you go. All right. To finish off the episode, let's go through our um, playoff predictions for college football. So we'll just, you know, obviously with the playoffs, there's four teams. So let's just go through um, what four teams we think we'll see this year. Man, I mean, I, I think, think the obvious one is Georgia. Yeah. But... I got Georgia. I Cracks cracks the top four this year. Oh, um, I feel like also you're gonna see LSU in there this year. I, I don't know why, but I was about to I'm say feeling, LSU would be one of my picks. Yeah, so I got Georgia, LSU, USC. Uh honestly, I I know it kind of sounds wild. I don't want to go with like a Michigan or Ohio State. For some reason, I feel like Clemson may get in there. See, okay, we're we're right there. Me and yours are is almost identical, mm-hmm. but I got a couple different. So obviously, we had got Georgia. Yeah, because I think LSU will win the West, and it sucks. I hate it for them that this will probably happen. I think Alabama's only loss will be to LSU again. You think who's only loss? I think Alabama's only loss will be to oh, LSU, okay. but but because. Yeah. They don't play a non-conference or they don't play the conference championship. And this has affected teams in the past. I think LSU loses Georgia again. And I think when they come with the like the playoff committee, I think they'll put Alabama over LSU in the playoffs. So you'll have Alabama versus Georgia first round. Then you would have Clemson versus Michigan. So that would be my mm. four. Because I, like I just that. don't – I don't think USC's defense is going to be good. Like, I don't think they'll be good enough. I they were just to, yeah. Lincoln Lincoln Riley has not shown he can put a defense together whatsoever. So I don't think he'll start now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Georgia and Michigan. Are my two for sure law. Um. I'm probably – I'm kind of like Weave. I mean, I know Williams is really good, but USC's defense is just atrocious. Yeah. So, I'm not going to put them. Um, 
I still I'm still gonna go LSU over Bama too, just because I think that they're just I think they're on the right track and while I don't think Bama is like you know bad dude, but like I feel like this is probably gonna be a two loss Bama team. Um and one of those losses will be to Kentucky. Hopefully. Uh so Georgia, Michigan, LSU, and then my fourth I can't believe I'm saying this. I really think Florida State can do hmm. something. I, I like and Weaver knows why I hate saying that. But I don't know, they just they looked really good last year and, and like I say it's almost like they're kinda you know reborn from the you know Winston after the Winston area, you know, they were they were really bad and yeah. was having a hard time. I just I don't know. I can see them I like I have them over Clemson because while I think Clemson is good, I just I don't know. I don't I don't know. There's just something Florida State's my like wild card, I think. Like to me, Georgia and Michigan for sure gonna be in it. Like I mm. would almost like put money down on that. And I feel really confident about LSU too. Um, but I don't know, there's just something about Florida State that's just I like I see Florida State as the four seed. Well let me let me give you a fun fact here. All right. And let me tell you how because LSU and Florida State play each other next week. All right. Oh they do? Yeah, they play each other I believe on Sunday next week. Um so that game is going to be huge, but since 2014, 2014, a team that has started 0-1, only one of those teams have made it to the playoffs when they started out 0-1. So that game is going to be huge for both of them because it's unlikely whoever loses makes it to the playoffs. So, that, that, I mean, you're essentially, I mean, you're almost, that game is almost a playoff spot type of game. Yeah. Essentially, so... If I – my second pick behind Florida State, I'd probably go um, – I'd probably go Oregon just because I don't think they're going to have to like – you know, I know Utah's, you know, ranked. They should be good. Who else does Oregon have to play? Um, Washington, I'm pretty sure. Washington. I think I'd have Oregon as my backup, just because like that would that would be my luck. Like I hate Bo Nix; I think he sucks. But I could see them like just powering their way through to at the four spot. So that would probably be my other. But I still, I don't know. I still feel Florida State, even with you know if they lose. Well, I tell you what, mine is Tyler, and mine is like almost identical to yours. You know, I've got Georgia, I've got Michigan, I've got LSU. But my wild card, I think, would probably be Washington. Mm. Because, you know, just looking at their schedule, they don't have a super hard schedule. You know, like, looking, their their hardest games, like, you know, they have to play Utah, they have to play USC, but, you know, they got Oregon in there. But other than that, they don't really have – 
too bad of a schedule. But I, I mean, I could honestly, I could see them. I could see them in the run for you know the four seed. Right. Yeah, I, I can see that too. I, I almost picked Washington, but they're kind of one of those teams that like, I don't know, like Phoenix is really good, but he can make some small like mistakes that like cost them um, when I've watched him over here because he was at Indiana before he went to Washington. But, uh, but you could also say the same about TCU last year. Yeah, they, yeah, they got they there and got destroyed. TCU. They ain't never letting TCU in the championship game ever again. Nah. <laughs> you know, I wonder. That was awful. I, I wonder if they even let a small, a smaller team like that ever in again. Honestly, just for like ratings and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I hate to think about that, but I mean, with college football, I mean, ratings is something that's super important. I mean. Right. You know, I, 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 I mean, that's definitely going to have to play a part, you know, in the committee's decision who gets that fourth spot. Like, are we really going to let another little small team like this get killed by an SEC team on the right. big stage like that? But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm excited just for it. Go ahead and cut the middleman out and just the teams in the South will fight to see who's going to win that national championship. <laughs> you might be right. Basically. You might honestly be right. I mean, I basically, mean, yeah. Because if you look at, like, even in the playoff era, I mean, even before that, like, I think the SEC won, like, 10 in a row or something like that. But then, yeah. even after that, if you add Clemson, because since they're in the South, like, I mean, there's only been one other team outside of that region to win a national championship in, like, Forever, and that was Ohio State. Um, right back when they had like Zeke and Michael Thomas, and I mean Cardell Jones. I mean they were stacked. Um, so, but yeah, just just let the teams in the South duke it out. It just means right. more. Yeah, start high. Well, you're you're a Louisville fan. You're part of the South. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the South. You're you're there. You're like. We put our arms around you, but you know you're there. <laughs> so good. Hey, you got a tough first game this year. Yeah, at Georgia Tech to kick off ACC schedule. That's crazy. Well, kill Georgia Tech. Okay. <laughs> Mark my words, and the listeners heard it. Come on now, Georgia Tech. I'm not tripping about them. Hey, they have a. They got a. They, got they a don't have. First. I don't know. From Jeff um, yeah, let's play football. Jeff there you have it, guys. I think we got another great episode on our belt. It was all right. It's a good, <laughs> good little primer for college football. Yeah, and NFL too. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> Big guy. I'll close this out. Just uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Um, you know, obviously we'll get, you know, once NFL starts up and once college football starts up, you know, we'll have, you know, a lot of games and stuff to cover and talk about. Um, don't forget to follow us on our Twitter um, and Instagram. Um, but yeah, just thanks to everybody that's been listening. Don't forget, you know, send us. 
some requests. You know, if there's something you want us to talk about that's maybe kind of under the radar, feel free to let us know. But no, good. Let's do it again soon, guys. Let's run it back soon. Run it back. Let's go. <laughs> Until next time, my friends. All right, guys. See you next time. See. You. Bye.